Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. When children love learning, they can tackle any challenge life throws at them. Sylvan's insight assessment can help you determine if your child is ready for what's ahead. It can also identify gaps in learning and point out areas that could be of concern for your child so they can tackle what's to come. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the First and Ten podcast coming to you. I almost said my own studio, but that's not true at all. We're in three different locations right now. It is Dave Sturchio. It is Tony Catalina. It is Aiden Davis. We're coming to you on the Blogging the Boys podcast network powered by SB Nation. Fellas, this is the time where uh, nothing happens. The draft has come and gone, and now we're just going to be grasping at straws for the next couple months. Uh, but something that is exciting that's happening in the world of Dallas Cowboys and basically any team um, that you're affiliated with or you root for is that the NFL schedule gets released on Thursday. So typically, um, I used to think that the schedule, you guys can correct me if I'm wrong, maybe I'm old school. Tony, was there ever a time that the schedule got released before the draft? Uh, yeah, you know what? Even based on last year, because my Facebook memories came up and I mm. usually try to get to a Cowboys game that's anything that's obtainable. And I was looking at my memories and I bought I bought tickets years prior, way earlier than this. And we don't even know who we're, or when we're playing games. So I definitely yeah. feel like this year is later than most. Because I think that the schedule, the schedule dropped, right? The drops typically. And then like, then the draft happens and you're like, oh, the rookie will be facing this guy now on this day. Cause we already knew, right? Am I wrong in that Aiden? Does that make sense? Yeah, because wasn't there a thing last year where, like, at the draft or, like, around the draft, they asked Micah Parsons who he most wants to sack, and his answer was, like, Tom Brady? I I might be crazy about that, but... Or maybe he just wants to just... sack Tom Brady. I think everybody wants to sack Tom Brady. Yeah, I want true. to sack Tom Brady. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I think everybody, everybody wants to yeah. lay into Tom Brady, especially after if you saw his latest TikTok with him admitting that the, the tuck rule might have been a fumble. I don't know if you guys saw that. It's yeah. not yeah. Yeah. Justin Bieber collaborated, and I was like, this son of a gun. Um, like imagine being a Raiders fan, right. And having to hear that you're like, you could have, there could have been Raiders fans that literally ran into traffic blindfolded that night because of what happened. And this guy's would, making a joke of it. Would we be upset? Like, how would we feel if like Aaron Rodgers came out and said, yeah, Des probably actually caught it. But didn't Mike McCarthy kind of allude to that though, when he got here, like, yeah, but McCarthy kind of <laughs> has to. Yeah, right. Hey, what's McCarthy going to say? Hey, right. welcome to the Cowboys. Oh, by the way, Des definitely didn't catch it. Um, and that's my <laughs> and that was story definitely a catch. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, speaking of Des Bryant, I think he still wants to play in the NFL. So good luck to him. Um, anyway, so look. With the schedule coming out on Thursday, I think we started recording. Tony told me that the NFL decides that they're going to start trickling it out uh, this week. They're not doing the traditional like one day where you just see everything. It looks like here, here's what we're going to hear. And this is the schedule. I pulled it up. You can actually read this on bloggingtheboys.com. And this was written by, I want to give the credit, oh, RJ Ocho himself. Why not? Um, you know, because he's a quirky guy like this. And he likes all this stuff. If you saw the, uh, he put a tweet out the other day where it was like, here's the the Cowboys quarterbacks they'll be facing this year. And I look at it and I'm like, where, 
find me the loss, right? <laughs> Give me 17 wins in a row. Uh, I'm, I'm in that mode now. I don't know about you guys, but I'm in that mode where now we can't be beaten, which is incredible uh, from where I, <laughs> from where we started in January to where we're at now. Uh, but tomorrow, as you're actually today, as you're listening to this on Monday, uh, ESPN is going to announce on Good Morning America, um, I guess, part of the schedule. Um, and then Tuesday, CBS to announce during the morning, uh, CBS morning. Wednesday, Fox is going to announce on Fox and Friends. Thursday, NBC to announce during the Today Show. So maybe their entire slate? Is that how they're going to do it? Like, I mean, it's kind of weird, you know? Like, if, if I can I can see them listing all the primetime games tomorrow on Monday Night Football, or today, I'm sorry, rather, on all the Monday Night Football games. That I can see. Uh, but then you're telling me, like, oh, by the way, on Tuesday, you're going to get every single Tony Romo game? Like, what, <laughs> what are we getting here? This is weird. Um, this has this has to be a response to the fact that like they try and make it an event every year, but the schedule always just gets tweeted out like at 12 PM. that oh, day. So I'm, just, I'm sure this is what this is for. They're trying to, I don't know. Keep and I'm secret. very, and I'm very, very disappointed again. And I guess it kind of works, you know, when we were covering the draft and all the draft coverage that we had here on, on blogging the boys and YouTube and all the live streams, which are, were great coverage. But, like, people are sifting the internet and the Twitter just to see where the draft pick is instead of just waiting for TV. But what we've noticed, guys, is that, the you know, the television broadcast is starting to become too much of a spectacle all of a sudden. And you're not really getting down to the, the brass tacks. You're getting, like, they're, like, four or five picks behind, according to some of these stories. And it's like, how do you how do you do that? And how do you sit there with a bold face on one of these stages, like a Mel Kuyper or, or any of these guys, and you kind of know already what just happened, and you got to just sit around and wait. It's just weird to me. I mean, in some instances, you were we were two or three picks ahead. Yeah, you know. So, like you said, Mel Kiper and them, they got to know Tom McShay. They all know what's coming up, and they got to be like four picks ago. This is an outstanding <laughs> pick, you know. So <laughs> exactly. So they're waiting and been waiting and waiting. So anyway, the draft is coming gone. So that's something that we are, can now put behind us, and now we can start focusing on maybe who makes the team. But before we do that, we got to find out just where. The Dallas Cowboys will be playing their 2022 schedule, and I'll go over the home and away opponents uh, right now. So on the road, and I don't know, did you guys by any chance, and I keep cutting myself off, but like, did you guys by any chance see the amount of miles traveled? Did you see that article by any stretch? I did. The time zone and everything like that. Yeah. Like, did you, Aiden, you, did you see like, yeah. did, I guess Seattle's doing the most, like they're putting like like 20,000 miles in their, in their miles did plus card. Did you guys see that the Steelers don't leave the Eastern time zone? This that's insane. <laughs> How do you schedule that? How do you not leave the that's that's wild. It is. It's bizarre. It's absolutely bizarre. I can't believe they, they got away with this. And I can't believe, you know, again, are the Steelers in contention to be uh, you know, players in the in the AFC? I don't know. I'll look at the AFC and you tell me. But um, anyway, so the away opponents, the Dallas Cowboys will obviously be traveling to the Washington football team, the New York Giants, and the Philadelphia Eagles. Everybody knows that already. On the road, the road games will be the L.A. Rams, who just so happened to have won the Super Bowl last year. Um, so they just defeated the Bengals, so that's the last football we've seen. Uh, we will be going to Lambeau, uh, playing Aaron Rodgers, who decided to come back and you know just completely terrorize our lives again. He'll be there in Lambeau Field. We'll go to Minnesota again. So if, um, you know, for, for whatever reason, Dak wants to take the night off, he can because we're capable of winning that game in Minnesota with a backup quarterback. So that's that we could do it all over again. We could just repeat history right away. Uh, we're going to Tennessee, which is an interesting one for me because that's on the eastern-ish seaboard, like just, you know, not too far from me 
in which I'd love to travel to uh, one of these games this year. And of course, the Jacksonville Jaguars, which again, will be going down to play in the pool. Um, that is in uh, whatever stadium they decide to build with a pool in the end zone. So again, they got to do whatever it takes to get some fans back there because, you know, I only know two in my life. In my entire life, I only know two Jaguars. You know, I correct myself, three Jaguars fans. No, you know what? Four. I'm up to four now in my head. But four actual Jaguar fans die hard. So that would mean that there's probably about 96 more in the entire world. <laughs> so I want to say they're at 100. All right, so we're going home to play the division. Washington, uh, New York, Philadelphia, fine. Coming to Dallas this year will be Tampa Bay and Tom Brady, who pump faked us. We thought he was done. He's not. He's back. He's coming to Dallas. The Chicago Bears will be coming to Dallas. The Detroit Lions will also be coming to Dallas, along with the Cincinnati Bengals, the Houston Texans, and the Matt Ryan-led Indianapolis Colts. So there are your home and away opponents. We already knew that. We knew that for a little bit now because we knew the divisions we were facing. We knew we had to face a first-place schedule. Uh, because of the fact that we, you know, did great in the regular season last year. And that's what, you know, kind of puts you in this position. So I beg the question to my fellow colleagues here on what game that you're most excited about. The one that's really exciting on paper right now. And what did, you know what, even better, go farther than this. Will it be a primetime game? Will it be a situational game where are we going to Lambeau in December? You know what I mean? Like things like that. These are all factors that are going to come into play over the next couple of days as they trickle out this NFL schedule. I'll start with you, Aiden. So you look at the schedule, you know the opponents, you know where we're going, you know who's coming to us. Is there anything that jumps off this board right now that you're like, man, I can't wait to see this and where it lands? Yeah, the main thing, you just hit on it. I have such an incredible disdain for the Packers. Like it's getting, <laughs> it's getting close to the point where like, I just consider them like a divisional opponent in terms of okay. how much I dislike them. All right. So I, I don't know if I'm excited for the game, but it's going to that entire week. I'm just going to be nervous. And I, the one thing I don't want to see from that game, I'm sure it'll be primetime Cowboys Packers. I mean, you got that going on. I'll take one. Go ahead. I just don't want to see – I don't want to see a December game there. I want them to play them. If they're going to travel to Lambeau, let it be a, in September, November. I I don't care as long as it's not in December. I'll take one further to that game because, look, just so you know, I my chop sports, my business, my business partner is the biggest Green Bay Packer fan of all time. So I have to deal with this every single day, okay? So don't get me started about how much he thinks the Packers are – how well they're going to do at every single moment of their entire existence. I think I'll take that game a step further. If I'm making a bold prediction here, I think they're opening up in Lambeau Field. I, I think that Sunday night football game will be Mike McCarthy's return to Green Bay, where it's not like a crazy weather game or anything like that. It's just going to be the return of Aaron Rodgers, the return of Dak Prescott to Lambeau, the return since, you know, they'll, they'll talk about the catch about a million times, even though we went in the Lambeau and beat them already since then with Dak Prescott. So that's happened. Um, but Mike McCarthy has not been back there yet. And I think that's a big story. And I think that's a big enough story to kick the year off. And that's just my, again, my gut. The opening night's going to be the Rams and they're going to hang the banner. There is a chance, I guess, that the Cowboys – can be that team uh, to go to LA and open up. Tony, is that something that you think that could possibly happen? If we kind of sidebar this to opening night, do you think the opening week could be us again with the Rams? 
I mean, it could be because, you know, Dallas is box office. So um, <laughs> we saw it with Tampa Bay, and that may be the only reason why I don't think it happens because I don't know if they'll put Cowboys in that whole back-to-back years and, you know, whatever that case may be. But I was interested, and we're kind of right in the same line with each other like we mostly are all the time. But I'm looking at Los Angeles Rams and the Cincinnati Bengals, and they don't need this on Thanksgiving. But can you imagine a Joe Burrow versus Dak Prescott Thanksgiving? I mean, if they, if Joe Burrow is going to be this next megastar in this league, if he goes and he plays well against Dallas because everyone does on Thanksgiving, and he has a, it's not a come out party because everybody knows Joe Burrow. He's a man. He walks with a swagger. But this is. We're going to put this kid on a pedestal and it's going to be up to Dallas to go ahead and take their best punch and win that game against, you know, the AFC representative in the Super Bowl. But or the Rams. Right. I mean, they don't need that game. I think the Cowboys could play, you know, the the replacements on Thanksgiving and it's going to draw numbers. But I just think one of those two Super Bowl representatives on Thanksgiving will be an outstanding football game. We're going to LA, so that can't happen. <laughs> oh, fair enough. You're right. <laughs> so Disregard you that. The Bengals. But I will tell you this to, you know, on top of that, I want to say that I do not want anything to do with a competitive game on Thanksgiving because I'm, I'm tired done with of it. stressing on Thanksgiving. <laughs> I'm <laughs> like, done I'm with it. Very tired of this. Like, I'm tired. I, like <laughs> last year was out of control. The fact that we had to sweat that out and lose like the way we did, you know, it's not, it's not fun. No, I'd I mean, be willing we, to go ahead. No, I say we. I don't think we've won a Thanksgiving game in a couple of years now. So right. it's like so I'm just me, not interested. Give me yeah. all, all give give me everything to do with the uh, who the hell's the quarterback of the Texans? Come on, Davis down, Mills. Dallas. Yeah, Davis Jaguars. Come Texans. on down. Oh, no, we're going to Jacksonville. So come on True. down, dude. I'm messing up right now. You're, you're, <laughs> you're obsessed with the road teams right now. Um, no, but come on down, Houston. Come on, just make that short little trip, that three hour bus ride or whatever the hell it is from Houston to to Arlington. And let's have a Texans-Dallas Cowboys showdown in Thanksgiving, right? Because then we could actually maybe win that game. Because I don't. Well, how bad? How bad would that hurt, though? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> if you remember, if you remember the uh, the first game of their existence, you know, like David yep. Carr, who yep. no longer plays the sport of football because you know he's a mush in his head. But like the, the guy torched us on opening night, and Jerry Jones. You know how many times did we see Jerry Jones film that night? That was rough, man. I remember watching that game with my grandma. It was ter- terrible. Yeah. Was terrible. <laughs> it was so bad. So I hope we get an easy opponent on Thanksgiving. If I had to make a guess as far as a Thanksgiving game, I want to say, and I and I don't want a division game either. It can't be the Lions because they're also on Thanksgiving as well. I want to say that this is going to be the year they stack the big dog on us and and make it a very marquee thing. This will be the rematch between Dak Prescott and Tom Brady. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers could possibly Ooh. come in on Thanksgiving. And listen, I was there for one of those, okay? Tony Romo threw five touchdowns against Tampa back in like 2000 and whatever the hell that was, seven or eight. Um, I was there for that game. And yes, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are a little bit different nowadays, uh, led by obviously the GOAT. But I would like to see, as much as I don't want to see any kind of competition, the NFL wants to see that kind of stuff. And I can totally see Tampa Bay and Tom Brady coming in to Arlington on Thanksgiving day. Right. It makes it. I'm, I'm willing to bet my entire life savings. That's going to be the Indianapolis Colts. Like they, I was thinking that as well. Cause here's the thing. They we've seen it for a few years now. They want a competitive game, but they don't want it to be like, I don't think they want a marquee matchup on the, cause the Cowboys and the Raiders was just one of the most viewed football games of all time. And that's, that's the Raiders. I mean, they don't need to put in the marquee guys on Thanksgiving against the Cowboys. 
So just like, but they still want it to be competitive. So outside of that, I think the, the only speaking, option is the Colts. The more you're speaking, the more I'm loving this Texans thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, it's it's you know. funny you say that though, Aiden, because that's exactly how I felt about week one of this year. I'm like, Tampa Bay, open at night. They don't need Dallas. They don't that's need what, that yeah, game. Well, that's what I'm saying. The swerve was pulled. Nobody yeah. expected that because they're like, oh, well, Tampa Bay is going to draw us the first night. No matter who right. it is, it's going to be a big watch game. But they're like, no, we're giving you the HBO, <laughs> you know, like a heavy <laughs> yeah. hitting main event. Blow it up. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so, um, let's see. Thanksgiving. You any, oh, yeah, right. So we all kind of made our predictions about Thanksgiving. But uh, Tony, so you look at the schedule, the home and away. And obviously you're you're well versed on who's home and who's away since you already named two teams that were away. <laughs> you know, <laughs> exactly. What, what game on the schedule? Do you think pops out at you? Where do you want it to be placed? How do you want it to play out? Obviously, you want the Cowboys to get the, the dub, but you know which one, which opponent kind of stands out at you. You know, I'm like I said, you can mention you can mention the Bengals, you can mention the Rams for obvious reasons, but this year I'm interested in the division as a whole, and I think it's because I think across the board, I mean, you could argue Washington. You know, whatever the draft, they didn't do outstanding. I think they reached later in the draft, but you would argue the Eagles, the Giants got better and the Cowboys probably, I mean, not even controversially had probably the worst offseason of all the teams in the division. So now if we didn't get any better and the other teams, you know, got better, now it's a tighter race. So I think these division games after going six and oh last year, aren't as much of a cakewalk as they could have been. Now we could still go five and one, we could still go six and oh, and I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be shocked, but I think this division adds a little more intrigue to it, but mostly because of the ineptitude of what the Cowboys handled this off season. Like, so I, I, so I take, you didn't start, sipping my Kool-Aid that I served to you last week when I yeah. said the Cowboys were better right now than they were last year. <laughs> I guess we're not believing. I set it aside. Yeah. <laughs> Aiden, what's up? I, I tried to tell you all at the beginning of the offseason, the Eagles have a lot of money and they have a lot of draft picks. I wouldn't be surprised if they look really competitive about now. And they, I think, I think they're, they have to be over like 50% odds to win, make the playoffs now with seven teams. I'm, I think uh, they're a yeah, playoff. You team. would assume so, but I'm already seeing guys picking them to win the division. So that, uh, yeah. that's what I've seen already. And I said, I said last year that, you know, when you, I think it was RJ and everybody on blogging the boys, ah, rest the stars, rest the star. You know, it doesn't matter. It's just the Eagles. And I'm just like, look, man, <laughs> like the Cowboys know they had this division unlocked for the next couple of years. They're not worrying about resting starters and this, that, and the third. Everybody's going to play. We need to win games. Anyway, it's last year. Stop living in the past, Dave. Um, all right. So <laughs> again, if I had to look at this schedule, um, the ones that really stand out to me, obviously, are Green Bay. And like I said, I think for whatever reason, I got this feeling that it could be the, the opening night game. I don't know why. I just, again, it's just something that's standing out to me. The other games that are standing out to me are the ones, like you just said, mentioned the division games. But for me, as a Jersey guy, it has been I don't know how many years. But for whatever reason, the Cowboys and the Giants, right? It's been Cowboys home first game, Giants home second game. It has been a long time since the Dallas Cowboys had a November or December game against the Giants in Dallas. It's been in, in New York because I go to every year. So, like, every year I go to this, and I'm freezing my ass off. So, I need, I need, I beg the NFL to put the Cowboys and the Giants, if you want to throw them on opening night, which I can't stand because I just don't like the way that kind of plays out for the rest of the years, like sets the tone for the entire season when you play the Giants first. But give me a September, October Dallas Giants game 
in New Jersey. <laughs> Give me I that. Love- so it's not freezing cold. And then if I want to choose a game to maybe go out to Dallas for, I'll go out for the Dallas and the Giants game in Dallas. You know, like I feel like that hasn't happened in a long time. And I might be wrong with that, but I thought for whatever reason they were supposed to flip flop. But there's been no flop and no flip in the last three, four years. I know that for a fact because I've been freezing every year. On a purely scheduled basis for Northeastern Northeastern guys like me and you, Green Bay to open the year in New York early in the season, the Cowboys are just advantageous weather-wise right there. I would be all in for that. Yeah, because that would literally take two cold weather games out of our away schedule, honestly. Another game that, I mean, this is more from a team level that I want to see pushed early on. I do not want to play the Titans in December based off the sole fact that Derrick Henry in December is a different type of it. Like he is a monster in December. I think he's averaging like 30 more rushing yards per game in December than in all the other months. I don't want to play him in December and knowing the Cowboys run defense, they'd really struggle against them. So that's one. If we're just talking about games I want to see early, I would be very for the Cowboys playing the Titans early on. Now, here's a question for you to, to back that up as well. Now, let's just say, let's just say it's November, right? November, they play the Titans in Tennessee. The big question is, is it Ryan Tannehill or is it Malik Willis? It Malik Willis. <laughs> <laughs> He's, he has to start another year, right? Malik oh, Willis is a project. No well, yeah, Willis is not the starter this year, yeah. unless for whatever reason the Titans get off to like a one and four start, and the, the Tennessee crowd is just completely in just uproar situations at home where they're chanting Malik, 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 and everybody's just like, okay, I guess we got to pull the trigger. Um, but no, I'm uh, I'm curious to to see where that team goes, but to get them at the later part of the year, I agree with you, man. The run defense already is suspect; it's been suspect for years. Um, and to just to just to think about the possible meme of, of, of one of our heroes right now, Trayvon Diggs, trying to go tackle him and just gets thrown into the next world like that could happen. And we don't look. We hope that he goes low and he takes him out and that's it. Right. But, you know, these guys like to try to make a tackle. And, and Derek Henry has a now a, um, you know, a mindset where he likes to posterize these people like an NBA player, just completely dunking the ball on you. His stiff arm will throw you into the third row. The guy <laughs> ended Josh Norman's career. I I don't know where right. Josh Norman is after that picture was taken. <laughs> he I heard of Josh. Yeah. Right. Oh, my God. you know, it's crazy. I actually was just looking at it. The Cowboys have 13 games that are either warm weather or dome. And that obviously includes their, you know, home games. But so you're only really conceivably in the elements for four games. And those four games are against, you're talking about Washington, New York, Philadelphia, and Green Bay. So if Green Bay is the start to season, there's one of your cold weather games, not in the factor anymore. You know, we're obviously automatically going to get a division game, um, you know, at the end of the year, that's how they always end the season. So, if it's home, then we don't have to worry about that either. So it's and that's another thing. I feel like, and I again, I could be wrong here, but I feel like it's the same thing with Philadelphia. Like we get Philly first at home, and then we got to go to Philadelphia at the end of the year. I feel like that's right. been the case for years. Again, somebody's gonna tweet us and say, like, dude, they played in Philly, you know, last two <laughs> October's ago. But I'm sure, I'm sure it happened. It's just the feel that we have right now. And of course, don't get me wrong. I, I loved. I was in person seeing the absolute spanking of the Philadelphia Eagles this past year on Monday Night Football. Love to see it. Uh, by any chance, did you guys see that video that one of the content creators—I forget his name off the top of my head—he made? Did you see the, uh, the AJ Brown? The AJ Brown. AJ Brown amazing. running. Did you see this, Tony? 
Yeah, yeah, and he picks it off. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so just to give people the context, the A.J. Brown, the Philadelphia Eagles put out this weird, like, oh, let's just watch A.J. Brown run a route for whatever. They put all these glow sticks and effects on him and stuff, made him look all futuristic. And as soon as the ball was supposed to get there, they actually cropped in Trayvon Diggs' pick six. So I think it was hilarious. Awesome. One of the funniest yeah. things that I've seen um, on the old interweb. Love that. Um, <laughs> all right. Obviously, we've talked about games – that um that are exciting right the games that we want to see right because look you got the, the division games you got the, the the packers you got you want to see them against joe burrow and tom brady and these are all the matchups you want to see now there are opponents on this schedule that's not very appealing but then like it would be utterly embarrassing if they lost this to this team and i'm looking at three home games okay i'm looking at the texans the lions and the bears right because the bears again they didn't do Justin Fields any any favors in this draft, by the way. You know what I mean? Like, they didn't get them any weapons. They lost A-Rob. So now you're wondering, are the Bears even going to be remotely good? Are, is no. there a chance that we can lose at home to either three of these teams, Tony? It, it's crazy because every year you look at the schedule, and like you said, 17-0, you can look at it and know we're not going to lose a game. But Never. then you know, as a Cowboys fan, they're going to drop a game that we're just like, how in the world – Denver, like Denver, Denver last year. Yeah, I saw, we... I'll, I'll raise the question. Are any of these three teams the 2022 Denver Broncos? Oof. I, you know what? You know, it's a type of game that Justin Fields would be like, here's my coming out party. I'm going to drop 350 <laughs> and three touchdowns on the Cowboys. Like, you know, and I'm just like, and he's going to hit, hit Cole Komet like for three of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I oh, think man. there's a very obvious answer to which one of these – are we just glossing over the fact that Dan Campbell plays every team close? And I could see it just like it being like a 27 to 27 game with like two minutes left. And like, God forbid, Dak just makes like a horrible mistake. And we're like, yep, we just dropped the game to the Lions, who this offseason they've been building pretty well. So I'm here. Yeah, if you're a gambling man, you do know that the the record did not meet the against the spread record. The Lions covered a lot last year, okay? So they were in a lot of these games. They were biting kneecaps all 17, 18 weeks, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So they were doing their thing. I would hate, and I, I again, it's, I always go to personal things. I know one Lions fan, and I'm thinking about him right now, and I'm just like, I don't know if he would be tolerable for the time that the Cowboys dropped one at home to the Detroit Lions. But, guys, I'm looking at the schedule, right? And, you're, and you're, you got the division. And let's just say, for argument's sake, we trip up twice in a division, go four and two, right? Let's just say that happens. Four wins in a division, two losses, right? You get six games, two, two, two. So then you're looking at your home, your home schedule, and you got, you know, the Bears, the Lions, the Texans. Let's just say that we play to our potential and you give me three home game wins. Now you're looking at seven wins right away. Then you look on the road and you get the Jaguars and you've got a team like the Vikings who are kind of misdirected. Can you guys just look at this home and away right now without even caring when the schedule was released? Is this an easy, like blindfolded 10 win team? I, I could see 10 wins, and I think that's kind of where I'm at right now. If you were to if blog on the boys asked us to put together a schedule, you know, a projection, I think I would probably have them at 10 and 7. And I think that is something to do with the fact that they you know, I'm not buying the Kool-Aid. I think they got a little worse, but I, you know, and I think they trip up sometimes around there, but yeah, I think good flavor, man. Come, it's a good flavor. Kool-Aid. You <laughs> might want to start sipping on it first. <laughs> I'm telling you. <laughs> if they come out and just play their game, I don't want to say sleepwalk. Cause it makes me seem like I'm like, 
undermining it, but they should sleepwalk the 10 wins. I mean, realistically, looking at the home schedule, the home seems really favorable. I mean, and obviously being at home is an advantageous thing to begin with, but there were games there that would be inexcusable to lose. Aiden, you feel like 10 wins is like kind of just like a, you know, not even a, a second thought? It's really difficult to say no to that question just because I mean, I do and, like and given I, I we gave them a four and two in the division. So even if they yeah even if they split everything, then they go three and three. You know, find me seven more, and I think good. Based off of just Vegas win totals, so like in the most arbitrary way you can, the Cowboys have the six easiest schedules, and all the five teams above them in terms of how easy the schedules are. They weren't division winners. The Cowboys just naturally, considering they won the division, how the matchups played out, even the teams that won the division last year that they played, I mean, it's not incredibly difficult. Like, yeah, the Titans, they're a good team, but I'm not terrified to play the Titans who won right, the division. Man. So I don't know. I am I think this is, yeah, pretty... I hate to say it's guaranteed 10-win team, but it really feels like that. Even if they lose to just the seven playoff teams they play, right? And that includes the Eagles twice. Let's see if they lose to the Eagles twice, which would be a nightmare scenario, and they only lost to playoff teams, they'd still go 10-7. and seven. There you go. And that's you the know? So, part about a 17-game schedule. <laughs> right. <laughs> Everything so, works out. You know, it's right. funny because every year, you know, when there was a 16-game season, you know, every year this would be like a national holiday in my, in my house, you know. My dad and me would just we, the schedule would come out and be like, "All right, which eight games are we going to win?" <laughs> you, know, you felt like you felt like no matter what, you're going to go eight and eight, no matter what. Like the good, the bad, the evil, the good, like the the beautiful eight and eight was the way you you know the way we finished, and that was the Jason Garrett way, and we were all complacent with that. And if we went nine wins, we're like, "Oh, you know, we're on the rise. Here we come. Here come the Cowboys." All right, so let's go around the horn here, and let's make some quick predictions. All right, we're going to go around on the most important games of the year, or at least some of the primetime games and or the opener. So I'm going to go around your knee-jerk reaction, home and away, you know the schedule. Aiden, the Dallas Cowboys will open up at home or away against who? I'm going to say they open up. I'm going to say they open up at home against... Let's go. I'm saying they open up at home against the Bengals. Okay. So that could be a easily a I think that's a primetime game. That's a or, or oh, you think it's a primetime game? Yeah. I'm thinking Cowboys Cowboys against the Bengals who were just in the Super Bowl. Yeah, I think they throw them in prime. I time. think that could possibly be the first Buck. I'm not sorry, not Buck. Um, the first Romo and Nance game, uh, week one. They could be the 425 only game in, in town, basically. Everybody else is a 4 o'clock start. They get the big slot there in CBS. I could totally see that. I'm sticking to my guns. I'm going to go with the Green Bay Packers. Uh, the Cowboys will visit the Green Bay Packers on Sunday night football uh, to open up the week. Mike McCarthy going back to Green Bay for the first time since being fired. Tony. So this isn't sexy, and this will only be cool if I'm I right. Care. I want to go one and yeah. zero, make it as boring as possible. Yeah, exactly. So this is not sexy. It'll only be cool if I'm right. I'll play it back if I'm right. I just think they're gonna play a one o'clock game against the Chicago Bears to open the season. Oh, very, very bland. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, and like you I'm said, you know, we'll 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 wake up. We'll be excited. It's Sunday. We'll go beat the tire out of the Chicago Bears. Watch the four o'clock slate, feeling good about ourselves. And then, but it's ho hum. You know what I mean? Just get that game out of the way. It's a home game, whatever. Get feeling good. So if I'm right, I'll be happy about it. <laughs> All right. So now, Thanksgiving Day, Aiden, 
Are you sticking to your guns or, or how are you making that prediction? Who do you think it's going to be the Colts? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'd put my mortgage on the Colts. I mean, it's just, it's works out way too perfectly considering like they only have what nine, eight games that they can play at home. And I think the Colts just lines up so unbelievably perfectly. I'm just glad there's no, uh, no Cowboys international garbage. Just, <laughs> yeah, I was just very excited to not be on that slate. Sorry uh, to the Green Bay Packers who lose the home games. Boo-hoo. Um, what, what's up, Andy? You want to say something? Yeah, just don't tell the world's team that the podcast that releases on. Yeah. <laughs> so bad. Don't, you see all the predictions he put out? He's like, these are the only possible situations that, that could possibly happen. And I'm just like, yeah, that's that's how it breaks down. And then it all came out. I was like, wow, he didn't, he didn't get any of it. <laughs> So, I love that podcast. I love those guys over there. They're great. Tony, Thanksgiving Day. Who are the Cowboys playing? I, you know, I said I thought I said the Bengals, but you know, looking at what Aiden says, the Colts yeah, make a lot of sense. No, I, I don't think I'm gonna just because I don't think they'll burn a primetime game like that. So I, I could honestly see them doing like a a, a Texas you know, shootout, you know, with the Texans and the, and the Cowboys on Thanksgiving, keep it, it within the state. So, and you know, that comes with a trophy with that game. So I think there'd be a lot of stakes behind that. And I think that'd be a cool matchup. I would love it. I would love it. And of course, because I love it and because I'm, I'm, I'm just walking around like McGregor about it, you know, we're going to get KO'd by Davis Mills. It's just going to happen. We're all going to yeah. see it. It's just going to be the worst thing that's ever happened to this team. All right. So there's Thanksgiving. There's opening day. Now a tricky question. Who's the Monday night football game? Who's going to get, the the Manning cast. Who, who are the Cowboys going to face in their probably their only Monday night football game? I believe only you only get one. If not, I, I think that's the thing. Um, so who is going to be the Monday night? I'll start off by saying that the Cowboys are going to do the same thing they did last year. It's going to be a Cowboys Eagles Monday night football game. I don't know where. I don't know if it's going to be in Dallas or in Philly. I just feel like that's going to be a good Manning cast for him to dissect two NFC East opponents when it comes to Eli. Um, and whatever guests they get, I'm sure it'll be, you know, I don't know, Donovan McNabb, <laughs> whoever. doesn't matter who it is. But Dallas Cowboys, Philadelphia Eagles, that's the Monday Night Football game, I think. Tony? You know, that was my first thought. But in the sake of being different, I think they'll have a Monday Night game in Washington. You know, oh. I think Carson Wentz, you know, it, it may be mid-season to October, November, whatever the case may be. Maybe a little chill in the air, a little different for the Cowboys. So I could see that. They always seem to put the division games on the Monday Night slate. I hear you. All right, Aiden? I once again, I like we've talked about it. I don't think they like to burn amazing like matchups for the Cowboys in the Monday night. So just looking over the schedule, I don't in division makes sense just for the sake. I'm going out of division and I'm going to say it's the Tennessee Titans. I oh. think that that's a with, good game. That's That'd be a fun man. game. That's, that's a fun game. It is, but it's not it, it's not like the Cowboys versus the Bucks. It's not too completely heavy hitters, but it's still interesting enough to where, yeah, people look forward to that primetime game. Yeah, All for right. sure. Now, remember, I think they announced, if I'm not mistaken, didn't they announce that there's going to be a full slate on Christmas Day this year? I think it's three games on Christmas Day. Okay, the so do you think by any stretch of the imagination that the Dallas Cowboys are going to play on Christmas too? If they want to knock basketball game. off. If that's like if they want to knock basketball, I mean, not knock basketball off, but if they're like, I, this is how you do it Christmas Day, you put the Cowboys on there. <laughs> you may so throw wait, Tampa so Bay on there mistaken, too. Christmas falls on a Sunday, right? Yeah, I think I think they were trying to be nice to basketball. That's just my take on it. I think it's like, okay, it's Sunday, it's supposed to be our day, but we're gonna we'll do three and and we'll do the rest on like a Saturday. I think it's, so, what well, it's gonna so shake. That's what I'm saying. Is the rest of that week slate on Saturday? I believe so. Okay. I believe. I mean, I obviously, and obviously we'll, Thursday and Monday and whatever right. else, but like. Okay, so only three games. So 
none of you guys think the Cowboys are going to be on it? It would make a lot of sense if they were. I mean, I think that's the type of game, right? We say they don't like burning national television games on the Cowboys because they're going to, you know, cause enough, you know, viewership. But the Cowboys on Christmas Day would be a fun matchup. It doesn't really matter who they play. I think people would tune into that. Yeah. And now for the first time in, in maybe ever, the Dallas Cowboys have the opportunity to not only ruin your Thanksgiving, they could ruin your Christmas too, which would be incredible. <laughs> that's that's what I was going to say. I don't think they'd. Maybe it's just for the sake of the players. Maybe it's for the sake of, like, the, I don't think they like scheduling two holidays with for one team. That's just a guess. I have no idea. if the, Like, I have nothing to back that up. But I'd say no to that just because I don't think they'd put them on Thanksgiving and Christmas. All right, cur curveball question here because you know what happens. It all happens every year. Or at least it feels like it happens every year. And I think it's definitely going to happen again. So the Dallas Cowboys obviously play on Thanksgiving, not Thursday. They always play the next Thursday. Like they're on Thursday night football officially the following week. Who is their Thursday night opponent? I'll start by making this very boring and we're going to Minnesota. <laughs> I was going to say Minnesota. <laughs> That's where I'm at. That's where I'm at with that one. I feel like the Cowboys are going to go to the Vikings the following Thursday against with a color rush. <laughs> with color rush. Yes. Everybody, <laughs> everybody, we see it already. This is crazy. So, Aiden, you were really going to say that? Yeah. I was actually, because it's my thing is, is it's, Seems like it's always an away game, like the following Thursday after. Maybe, uh, am I wrong think. about that? Because Well, last year we know it was. It was in New Orleans. But I, yeah. I'm trying to think. I used to think that the short – it's not a short week by any stretch because they get the same amount of rest as everybody else. So it really doesn't matter. I, I just don't know how they would do it. What we also – well, before we – I'll get into something else in a second. But if you think it's Minnesota, I'm with the Vikings as well. Yeah. Tony, you, you want to go for the trifecta here and say it's the Minnesota Vikings color rush game? It makes too much sense. Right. It just makes too much sense. So I'm I'm going to Dak. <laughs> I'm not making any bad predictions per se, but Dak Prescott will bang his thumb on a helmet on Thanksgiving Day and be out the next week. And Cooper Rush will play the freaking Minnesota Vikings on Thursday night football in Minnesota. So anyway, we'll and beat him. And beat him. Right. We can do it. Um, all right. So that basically covers the entire schedule. Um we don't want to do closing what? game. I see you're taking the thoughts right out of me. This is why I'm not only the quarterback, but, you know, I basically just gave you a pitch out to the left on a, on a halfback toss and you took it. Who do you think we're closing the season with? It's always a division opponent. Are we going to do it at home? Or are we going to do it away? I'll start with Aiden since he stole my thunder. <laughs> I think it's going to be away at the Eagles again. I mean, I think they always, based off the way they do it, it always seems like they try and match up. Once again, just a complete guess. It always seems like they try and match up two teams that will presumably be competing for the division at the end, get some intrigue in week 18, possibly. Yeah. At least maybe get some seeding. I I think it's the Eagles because I think they know that it's going to be Cowboys and Eagles fighting for this division. Okay. Tony? I would love to see him have a home game, but yeah. I think they I just think they love the intrigue of the, the Dallas warm, you know, stadium team that's indoors playing in a cold weather NFC East opponent. So I, I could see them playing Washington in the cold. You know, I could see it gets a little chilly down there um, in Ashburn. But um, for me, it's it, it makes too much sense. But I would love to see them have a home game. If, if that game means anything, I would love to be at home for it. I feel like it's been a long time since we closed the state like the, the season at home. I feel like it's always on the road, either Washington Giants, Philly, always on the road. I don't care who it is. It's, just give me a home game. But I think in the, for the sake of this little uh, exercise here, 
I think if we do get the New York Giants in September in or October in New Jersey, that we can end the season with the New York Giants at the end of the year. So we, we basically all have one of us is going to be right. <laughs> so yeah, all the bases covered. Yeah. All the bases are covered here on the uh, first and 10 podcast. So again, the way the NFL is doing it this year is that they're trickling out games uh, a little bit here, a little bit there. It looks like from what I gather, um, they're going to be uh, Amazon. All right. So I'm just going to read this right from RJ Ochoa. Uh, my five time, five, five primetime games, which means they'll be seeing a couple major networks, blah, blah, blah. Amazon is now the exclusive home for Thursday Night Football. Cowboys haven't played in that time slot after Thanksgiving, which we know is going to go down. But, yes, beginning Monday, May 9th, which is today, broadcast partners will be, uh, announce a select game from the upcoming 2002 schedule. Okay, so there's only going to be one game from their slot, and then Thursday they'll announce everything. So Monday you'll get one Monday Night Football game, okay? Tuesday you'll get one CBS game. Wednesday, one Fox game. Thursday – NBC in the morning will give you a Sunday night football game matchup. And then Thursday, I'm sure NFL Network will take over and then you'll do the full schedule release. Again, if there's leaks, I'm sure you'll hear about them. I'm sure you'll just read them all over Twitter. And nobody knows how to keep to their damn selves. It's always exposed. It's always leaked. It's just never, it's never exciting anymore. The internet has ruined everything. And I sound really old there, uh, but whatever, man. I just, I like the element of surprise. So. And usually when in the form of surprise, what I mean by that is, I mean, I get mad. No matter who they're opening up against, I'm just mad because it's just like, okay, there is a loss, uh, potential loss on the schedule, and it starts our year off. So this is going to be a down year for the Cowboys, and then it's just like my mind starts rolling. But, again, I'm here to tell you, it's now May 8th, 2022, and the current Dallas Cowboys are better than what we saw against the 49ers. <laughs> I'll keep beating that over the head until people start believing me. Uh, yeah. Let me ask you guys a trivia question. See if you guys know this answer real quick. The last time the Cowboys played on Christmas, do you know the year and the opponent and the outcome? Yes. I'm going to tell you right now. It was. Oh, that might have been Christmas Eve. I was going to say the Jets. If I'm wrong, just, just tell me I'm wrong right away. You're wrong. Okay, I'm wrong. So that was actually, you know, the game I was thinking about? I was thinking about the Kellen Moore game. I believe that was Christmas Eve, if I'm not mistaken. Mm. One of those. It was Christmas holiday weekend, I believe. Yeah. Moore. Sorry for the Cowboys. Last time they played on Christmas Day. It's a forgettable played, season. A what? A forgettable season. So okay, it wasn't a good season. season. Yep. I want to say it was probably one of Romo's bad years. 2011 against the Arizona Cardinals. You guys are coming to piecing it together here. Y'all want me to tell me or you want to keep going? No, nah, go ahead. All right. 2010, Arizona Cardinals 27, Dallas Cowboys 26. Missed <laughs> extra point. Oh my God. Jay Feely field right. goal. Yep. Oh my I remember, God. I remember I exactly where it was. I was a senior in high school. The Cowboys are five and 10. My whole family celebrating Christmas. And I had to watch it like a literal junkie just watching it. I had to watch the game, even though we're five and 10, it meant nothing. Stephen McGee was playing quarterback. So Stephen McGee. Yeah, you're right. Oh my God. And you know, it's so funny you say that there's been times where like my favorite holiday. And a lot of people used to say like, Oh, how was Christmas? Not your favorite. My favorite holiday is Thanksgiving. And it's not even close. Like, cause I know it's just the family, the friends, the football, like everything. Mm, right. Perfect. But I'm a psychopath. I will sit in a room with a little TV tray by my damn self watching the Cowboys. If the, if nobody wants to watch the game Fair enough, my, my family has smartened up, right? My family has smartened up. We're serving dinner at like two o'clock in the afternoon. Same. <laughs> perfect. They always play the three o'clock game. And it's always like, this is exactly when I want to be eating Thanksgiving. So we just, 
and we you know, shove it in during halftime, or we or we do it. At <laughs> well, that's the thing. You can't do halftime because halftime is like fifteen minutes, and you're you're waffling down all this food, and you're yeah. gonna kill yourself. Twenty nineteen, my family threw a massive Thanksgiving party. We're playing the Bills, obviously. I never ever watch football games outside of like my dungeon. So like I'm watching a football game. I don't even sit down for it. I watched the first half. We're getting our doors blown in. I said, we got a 20-minute halftime show to get home. I'm not sticking around. I took a piece of pumpkin pie, drove home, and still got a ass beat. So, like, for me, I was just like, you know, I was like, the change of scenery is going to change the outcome of this game. You know, and you know what's also worse? You know, obviously, I have a I have a big family, and I'm sure you all do too. But, like, when we have these Thanksgiving things, right, these, these gatherings, there's always also the person that doesn't watch football that yes. wants to watch football on that day and is bothering you during the Cowboys game. Like, Oh, uh, who's winning. Right. And you're like, yeah, oh, yeah. Like, just look at the damn, the scoreboard's right there, man. Leave me alone. He's like, Oh, look, oh, it's over. Look at this. It's seven, nothing. It's over. And I'm just like, Oh my God, I'm going to lose my mind. <laughs> and it's like this person, like they ask questions every five yeah. minutes. Like, yeah. Oh, how's, how's he doing this season? Yeah. Is this, is it? I'm like, yeah. you have a phone, use it, look it up. I you know it's funny. My I, gotta, fiance, I got an answer for you. Google. Yeah. <laughs> my, my fiance's dad, so my you know, my soon-to-be father-in-law. We were watching it. You remember Tread the, lightly, bro. Yeah. You know the you know the almost fumble against the Raiders? Keanu Neal tried to grab it out of yep. bounds. Yes, and I'm yes, like yes. pleading with God for it to be a fumble. And he's like, That doesn't look like a fumble to me. I look I oh, shot I him the, the, the dirtiest look. I'm like, Can you can you not do that? Like the, I know we don't watch games together often, but don't do that. <laughs> I know you want me to marry your daughter, but I won't. Yeah, yeah please don't do that. <laughs> this will end right now. Like, this is dead serious. Oh, man. All right. Well, obviously, the schedule will drop throughout the course of the week. We'll see if we're right on some of these predictions. It'll be good to be a little bit of Nostradamus here. We can predict some of the future. Uh, so, yeah, that'll wrap up and put a bow on another episode of the First and Ten podcast right here on the Blogging the Boys podcast network. If you like what you hear, Please do us a solid. This will actually make us look really good to the powers that be. Leave us a review. Let us know. Uh, you can say you hate us, too. I don't care. As long as the review is there, you can make it five stars and say, I never agree with Sturgio. I never, ever, ever, ever. But that's fine, too. I'm with it. You can follow all of us on Twitter. Uh, we retweet the show all the time. So be on the lookout for that on Monday. And, uh, yeah, that'll wrap it up. We'll see you guys next week.